Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. All right, my name is Michael Rappaport on today's banging brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We asked the question, what would have happened if Danny Aiello, instead of Gail King, would have interviewed R. Kelly? Michael Jackson finally gets Willie Hutched. I also give a list of 10 groups, 10 artists you could listen to instead of listening to Michael Jackson. Plus, we have some fantastic, outrageous, sick fucks of the week. All that and more on a banging, big body, brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. You know how we get down. Miles, Jordan, let me get some real nice, some real proper. But most importantly, you know exactly what it is. Something real funky. Let's go. Have no fear, the Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Yes, my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. The Great Disruptor, a.k.a. The White Chocolate Tito. You know what it is. You already know what it is. 15 rounds. 15 rounds of hard body karate podcasting, taking you into the deep waters 
the deep waters of reality. What a week it has been. Once again, you get to Friday and you're out of breath. Fucking can't stop, won't stop. Um, so coming up on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, next Tuesday, uh, or maybe we'll even drop it early on Monday. It would be Monday the 11th or Tuesday the 12th of March. We're, we're already almost halfway through March. If you could believe that shit, I, I can't believe it. Um, we did an interview with Mike Tyson, and a lot of times people ask me, who's your favorite interview? Who's your favorite guest? And, and it's like picking a child because I'm, I'm so grateful uh, for the people that have come on the show throughout the four plus years. Um, and we've had some great interviews, some great guests, eclectic guests. But I have to say, I think the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast that you're going to hear with Iron Mike Tyson in a few days beats the shit out, pun intended, of all other guests that we have. No disrespect to all the great guests. Um, the thing about the Tyson interview, it's not even an interview, it, it's a conversation, is that it's so rough, rugged, and raw. Um, and I talked about uh, doing Mike's podcast, uh, his YouTube show, which you should check out. He's got great guests. And he's just such a fucking honest, real, funny dude. Um, and you really never know what the fuck he's going to talk about, what he's going to say, what his takes on things are going to be. Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson is, is his show. But I did that a couple of weeks ago. So we talked a lot of shit then. And I was like, damn, can I even beat that? I think we beat that. I think that we beat that uh, with the Iron Mike, White Mike podcast that's dropping in a couple of days, um, and it's glorious. And if you're a premium subscriber, and I know a lot of you are, and if you're not a premium subscriber, why? Why are you not a premium subscriber to the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast? Why? Um, we dropped a clip uh, uh, yesterday, the primetime premium podcast, um, but I just can't wait for you to hear what he has to say about Trump. Remember, uh, Mike uh, did business with Trump in the 80s in Atlantic City. Trump gave him a lot of money to come fight in Atlantic City. He wanted to make Atlantic City pop in like Vegas was popping. He has a long-standing personal and business relationship with Dick Stane, Donald Trump. So he talks very candidly, very honestly about that. We talk about our fuck games uh, not being as insane our fuck styles not being as buck wild as they once were in our 20s and 30s. We talk about boxing. We talk about light. We talk about everything. And it's just it's just great. It's funny. It's compelling. And uh, truth be told, you might even shed a tear. You might even shed a tear because somebody sheds a tear during the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast with Mike Tyson. So I can't wait for everybody uh, to listen to that in a couple of days. It'll either drop Monday or Tuesday, uh, depending on what's what. Um, another thing. So we have a big plan that's going down for the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. As you know, this is the best shit-talking podcast in the world. There's a lot of other good podcasts. I listen to a bunch of them. 
whether it's my politics, whether it's my murder podcast and chill, whether it's the other sports shows. But this is the best shit-talking podcast in the world. I never try to be anything less or anything more. Okay, yes, we get a little serious. Yes, we'll dip into serious podcasts. But the essence of this show, the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, is shit-talking galore. So in the next, i say, two months, we're making a move. Um, we're going to a company that is going to be the Netflix of podcasting. The name of the company is called Luminary, okay? We're going to be there with some of the best other podcasts in the world uh, that cover all sorts of different things, all sorts of different topics. Big name podcasts from big name companies with big name podcasters. Uh, I'm going to spell it out uh, as we get closer, the information, the change. It will not really affect uh, you guys, the listeners, but it's going to be a change and it's good. I'm excited about it. You know, podcasting, there's over 600,000 fucking podcasts now. Literally, podcasts are like assholes. Everyone has one. Okay, but there's, listen, I love street ball. I love pickup games. I love shooting around. Okay, I love going to the Y. Okay, it can be very competitive, but then there's a level up, and then there's a level up, and then there's the pros. I'm a professional shit talker. Okay, this is what the fuck I do. Okay, high level, all purpose, ground and pound shit talking from the bottom of my heart, guts, and glory, blood on the floor, blood on the mic, you hear this mic, I leave blood on it, I'm a pro, I'm looking forward to the move to Luminary, again, it's not happening for a little while, we're going to walk you guys through the change, it's a big deal for the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, I hope everybody continues to rock with us. Because if I'm sitting here doing this podcast by myself, uh, lock me up, okay? If I don't press record, if if Miles and Jordan aren't peppering in that good old funk, that good old soul, Miles, let me get something real nice right here. G- give me some, give me something real nice, something real proper right here to let them know the people, to let the people know what they're dealing with. Three, two, one. Let it rock. You hear it. You hear it underneath. Three, two, one. Cut that beat. This is a finely tuned machine. Okay? I don't know what kind of uh, instruments you're into. I don't know why, what kind of cars you're into, what kind of antiques you're into. Uh, I don't know what kind of computers you're into. Uh, uh, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is all of those things at a high fucking level. Miles, let me get something soulful right here. Slow it down a little bit. See that? You hear that? You hear that shit? You hear that shit? Ah. Okay, cut it off, Miles. Thank you. Thank you. We're not playing tiddlywinks. We're not playing grab ass. Segway King. Speaking of playing grab ass, I'm sure everybody has heard and seen some of it. It's hard to watch and sit through all of it, but this fucking bum, R. Kelly, 
was on the CBS News. And, and, and shame on CBS for milking this thing for three days. They've been putting out clips of R. Kelly with Gail King. For the last three days, clip after clip. And like, oh, tomorrow we're going to show you more of this. And uh, today we're going to show you R. Kelly's so-called accusers. And they're going to defend him. And that, 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 fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. It's like 12 minutes long. And it's 12 minutes that I want back from my life. R. Kelly, you, my friend, are not a good actor. Gail King, why are you sitting down with this scumbag? I know everybody deserves a voice. Let him put out a fucking, let him do a podcast. Why are you assisting this scumbag? Why? You let him take over your interview, which made me think maybe, Gail King, you were not the most qualified person to do the interview. It made me think, how would have Danny Aiello handled this interview? Now, first, Miles Jordan. Play a little clip from the interview when this guy starts uh, talking out of pocket, standing up, and getting loud. Play that clip. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're gonna. This let is the not true. This is not, doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me, we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. Now, if Danny Aiello had been hired as the CBS correspondent to do this interview, I I think first, Danny would have showed up in a sweatsuit and he would have had his fucking baseball bat resting on his chair. Gail King was just sitting there like a normal interviewer. You can't give a non-normal person... A normal interviewer. You got to send in fucking Danny. So when this guy starts talking, I think Danny Aiello would have handled the interview like this. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sit the f*** down. Hey, don't you f***. Hey, you sucker. You sweaty motherfucker. Sit the f***. Down. This is my fucking interview. You see this fucking baseball bat? I'll crack your fucking head, you child molesting sucker. You ain't no fucking singer. I gave you 30 years of my You motherfucker, you. you trying to kill me. Sit the fuck down. You're killing me, man. You ever heard me sing Christmas carols? I don't give a This is not about music. I don't give a about your publicists, your cousins, your brothers, your security. I'm conducting this fucking interview. You sweaty motherfucker. You don't want to believe sit it. Sit your fucking ass down before I bust your fucking head open. I hope this camera keep going. Yeah, the fucking camera's on. Just like the camera was on when you were having sex with that 14-year-old girl. You motherfucker, you. 
You want to have sex with my granddaughter? I'll bust your f***ing teeth in. That's how fucking Danny would have dealt with this fucking devious motherfucker. Trying to take over the fucking interview. Danny wouldn't have let that fucking happen. Sweating and all that bullshit. Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> I can't help 30 years. I'm a What a week it's been for uh, music. All the Michael Jackson apologists are out there in groves. Their 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 big big defense is well Michael was found not guilty. He was investigated this time and investigated that time. He was found not guilty. You know who else was found not guilty? O.J. Simpson. You know who else was found not guilty? R. Kelly. Why is it collectively okay by your instinct, your gut, on everything you saw, everything you've witnessed, everything you, you sat through on the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, to say, I don't care if he was found not guilty. My gut, my instinct tells me this is a sweaty, guilty motherfucker. You know who else was found not guilty? Who's walking around in plain sight that everybody knows was guilty? George Zimmerman. He was found not guilty. Remember that guy, that piece of shit who killed Trayvon Martin? He was found not guilty. I don't hear anybody bringing that up. Nobody wants to bring that up. Motherfuckers wanted to listen. Let's try to remember what it was going, what was going on uh, uh, the three or four years before Michael Jackson died. He was an outcast. He was burnt out. He was showing up to court, being walked in there like a fucking vegetable, a zombie. He probably weighed 120 pounds. He was showing up with mask covering his face because he had no nose. At one point, they were like, yo, he's getting, he's waiting for his new nose to come out of the shop. Remember? He was an outcast. You you couldn't watch him. You could look at the old stuff and appreciate the old stuff. And then he was going to do that This Is It tour, and he was going to do that in London. Why weren't you going to do that in the United States? Because nobody was checking for this guy because he was a freak. He was a freak. And you have to think... The people that really cared about Michael Jackson and, and the fans that, fuck the fans, the people that really cared and knew him, they probably, in a way, were relieved that he passed. Like, it's over. He's out of pain. He's out of pain uh, from lying, from the deviousness that he knows he did. He's out of pain uh, from all the shame he's had to mutilate his face, the shame that he had, obviously, of being a black man. This motherfucker, was, was, he turned white. He made himself turn white. He looked insane. He was a fucking outcast. When he passed away, we, we were all relieved. People want to continue to stand by this motherfucker like uh, shit is sweet. Shit is not sweet. The only people that are still standing by this motherfucker are the people that haven't taken the time because they don't want to see the reality and the truth. And you can make the decision. Yo, if you watch Leaving Neverland and you still think he didn't do anything, 
then then okay, I understand that. But if you watch that movie, I think you'd be you'd be really challenged to say, "Wow, this guy didn't do anything." Five people, five kids that he shared a bed with. Why the fuck you sharing a bed with kids anyway, Duke? Why you ain't out with some grown ass men or some grown ass women, Duke? Freak. Pink freak. You're pink. You turned yourself pink. You want it to be white. That doesn't work. You can't actually do that. You turned yourself Sammy Sosa pink. You look like a fucking wet donut. You look like a wet powdered donut. You know when you put a powdered donut in milk? It's that weird pink opaque color. That's Michael Jackson pink. Defending Michael Jackson and, and the race issue of it is so beyond what I could even, like what I'm, I'm capable of articulating. But it's so apparent, it's so on the surface, and it's so fucking sad, but I get it. I fucking understand it. I get it. But that's, that's, that's 95% of the people that are standing by him. It's, it's all race-based, and I understand it. This country is fucked. Race is the, is the unfigure-outable jigsaw puzzle. Hopefully, it'll get better. Hopefully, it'll just get better because there's no solving it. It's not like an arithmetic uh, algebra uh, equation. Everybody has some sort of issue, some sort of hang-ups with race, with people that are different from them. I don't give a fuck who you say you are. We all have questions We all have fears. We all have insecurities. We all have preconceived notions. Stop fronting. If you say you don't, you're lying. Embrace that shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Nobody is totally pure. And it's such an apparent thing with this Michael Jackson thing. But just remember, Michael Jackson was found not guilty. So was George Zimmerman. Miles, let me get something real nice, something real proper here. I'll be right back. Now, just in case you're like, oh, I love Michael Jackson. I love listening to his music. That's on you. You can listen to his fucking music. But I have created right here, quick, a list of 10 artists that you could also listen to instead of Michael Jackson. And the list reads like this. Sheik. The great Sheik. Nile Rodgers. Stevie Wonder. Sly Stone, Sly and the Family Stone, Anita Baker, The Stylistics, The Manhattans, Rufus and Shaka Khan, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Bobby Womack, and you could also listen to the man that Michael Jackson stole most of his shit from, James Brown. Okay, you could listen to those 10 people. Put this fucking guy to rest for a little bit. Or... Please just watch Leaving Neverland and then see if you want to listen to Beat It or Thriller afterwards. That's 10 dope artists. Some people say, oh, how could you leave Willie Hutch off the list? Never going to leave Willie Hutch off any list. Okay? Any I Am Rapport stereo podcast list that has to do with soul music is going to have the sweet sounds of Willie Hutch. Now, I know I said on the last podcast that I was going to Willie Hutch Michael Jackson. Oh, fucking Miles, give me the fucking Willie Hutch. 
Have you done to yourself? You kooky cocksucker. You show up as a grown man to people's houses dressed up on some Edward Scissorhands shit during the middle of the summer. You used to have a nice bell pepper nose. Now you have no nose. You just couldn't stop with the fucking noses, Duke. Why? Where your nose at, Duke? What the fuck happened to your hair, Duke? Why the fuck are you dressed up like Edward Scissorhands, Duke? You're asking little seven-year-old boys, moms, if they could stay with you for a year? What the fuck is you doing? What are you talking about? It's not a hamster. It's not a puppy. It ain't a train set. It ain't a toy train. You ain't borrowing my fucking son for a year. Where's Bubbles at, Duke? Where the fucking monkeys at? Where the giraffes at? Why the fuck you got so many little boys sleeping over? Why the fuck are you asking for little kids to sleep over at your house alone, solo, dolomente? You tarnish your legacy, B. Because you're a fucking kook. Wacko, jacko, you hear those sweet sounds of Willie Hutch. You knew all about him. You loved his style. You stole his style. You flipped it on its back and made it your own, but you just couldn't get it together. You Jesus juice drinking motherfucker, you. Where's my kid at, B? Why the fuck are you calling my kid and talking on the phone for six hours straight? Why are you sending my son Faxes on the hour, every hour, day after day. What the fuck is wrong with you? Call Eddie Murphy. Where's Tito? Where's Marlon? Where's Jermaine? Go play with your fucking sisters. You got a big family. Why are you fucking with mine? You got the whole Jackson 5 you could have been hanging out with, but you're fucking with little boys. What did you do to Macaulay Culkin, Duke? I feel like you did something to Macaulay Culkin because after he stopped fucking with you, he went crazy also. Leave Macaulay alone. Looking crazy on the yard. Looking like Elizabeth Taylor fucked a vampire. The fuck is the matter with you, B? Cut that Willie Hutch off. Cut it off. You got six, seven, eight, nine siblings. Leave my fucking kids alone. Oh, yeah. On a lighter note, the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James have uh, submitted. They're done. They're finito. Uh, They said uh, they will start pulling back minutes on LeBron James. They also said that they will no longer have LeBron James play in back-to-backs. LeBron James, you should Please, please apologize to all the Laker fans that are going to miss out on seeing you play, that have spent their hard-earned money. This is your fault. This is your doing. Uh, They're done. Now, again, I will not be having my impromptu celebration 
Uh, I've heard dates like March 29th, uh, when the Lakers will be officially mathematically out of the playoffs. I don't know what my celebration uh, will be. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a primal, guttural celebration of some sorts, but I plan on taking it right into the streets. Um, and if it is, in fact, March 29th, I will, in fact, be in the streets of Los Angeles. Speaking of streets, next week, next Thursday, yo, next Thursday, I will be in Oxnard. I will be performing in Oxnard live, doing stand-up comedy all night long at Oxnard's Levity Live. Tickets are available at improv.com. And then the following week, March 21st, I will be in Ontario, California, doing stand-up all night long for the people. Tickets are also available for that show on the 21st at the Ontario Improv. Tickets available for the 14th in Oxnard at improv.com. Tickets available for March 21st at improv.com in Ontario, California. I'll be at the Improv. I can't wait. If you listen to the podcast, talk shit, whatever, man. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be rocking for like 40 minutes. So I can't wait to see everybody. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I've never, I don't, I mean, I've driven through both these towns, but I've never like really been there. So I'm hyped. I'm hyped to, uh, to be doing it on the 14th. Uh, in Oxnard and on the 21st at uh, the Improv in Ontario, California. I um, I am not in my NFL mode, but there are quarterbacks being tossed around, pun intended. There are NFL quarterbacks being tossed around daily. There's going to be some familiar faces in unfamiliar places next season. Case Keenum of the Denver Broncos will now be with the Washington Redskins. Joey Flacco. Joey Flacco will be leaving after a long tenure. Super Bowl champion. Smoking Joe Flacco will be the quarterback next season for the Denver Broncos. When I saw the trade come up on the ticker, they said Joey Flacco, 6'6". You know, these fucking quarterbacks, a lot of these guys are way bigger than you think, no, Bruno? 6'6 is big. You know, they say Tom Brady's like 6'5". Ben Roethlisberger is like 6'5", 240. Cam Newton, yo, that motherfucker is, is, is bodyguard size. Like, he's the size of a dude you want watching your family. He's that big. Um, Eli Manning, I saw him walking down the street once in the middle of the day in New York City. Uh, he had uh, some khaki pants and a polo shirt tucked into his khaki pants. He looked like a, a fucking lineman. Okay? I had to bring up, he looked bugged. He had the khaki pants, he had his shirt tucked into his khaki. He just looked bugged out, but he was big. Now, Bruno, these quarterbacks are, are they're big motherfuckers. I, but then again, I saw Russell Wilson last summer. I saw uh, Russell Wilson. I was uh, at the uh, Wild Card Boxing Gym. He was in there working out. He's not that big, no, Bruno. He was kind of awkward and, and kind of loose around the... Uh, he had his shirt off. He was working out with Freddie Roach. 
he was kind of a, you know, he wasn't like ripped up. You know, he looked kind of like if you didn't know him, you'd be like, this fucking guy. Who's this fucking marshmallow? Big Dick Nick Foles from the Philadelphia Eagles. Guy won a Super Bowl. He led the Philadelphia Eagles to a Super Bowl. He always has that. He's also traded. Uh, or signed. He signed uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so the NFL is going to be some some big moves. Of course, Le'Veon Bell hasn't signed. And Antonio Brown uh, hasn't signed. Uh, but there's some quarterbacks, especially fantasy football guys uh, out there um, that are going to be new new faces in brand new places. Uh, of course, Le'Veon and Antonio Brown uh, are the big uh, the big question marks, and probably by the next podcast, uh, which I said uh, probably be uh, Monday evening. We might just put that Mike Tyson one out on Monday evening. Uh, I'm sure Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell will probably uh, be on brand new teams, and I don't think it's ever going to be sweet. Well, for Le'Veon it will, but I think Antonio Brown is in for a rude awakening. Um, playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I mean, we, we don't know what Nick Foles can do uh, leading a team. Jacksonville, who knows? There's going to be a lot of different moves. Antonio Brown is so good. I want to see him do do well. But playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback, um, it's time. It is time uh, to get into some really, really, really fantastic sick fucks of the week. Miles Jordan, let me get that sick fuck of the week theme song. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. Sick She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick fuck. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. What are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Oh, yes. Yeah, you hear it. That's the sick fuck of the week theme song. You know what it is. This is an award that is earned, not given. This is an award that is earned, not given. It goes to a certain sick fuck with a certain kind of je ne sais quoi, as the French like to say. Um, and we have some, we got some good ones this week. I mean, the, the, the hits just keep coming in. Shout out to all the people who send in the recommendations, the submissions. Uh, the sick fuck of the week whisperer, Mike Schaefer. Of course, OG Paul Wall, and all of you out there, all of you out there, rap a pack, the women of, uh, that listen to the show, the men that listen to the show, uh, uh, keep sending them in. Uh, we do our best to try to uh, get to all of them, but sometimes it's just overwhelming. I don't want people throwing up during the podcast. I know I've done a couple of special episodes in premium where it's all sick fucks. It takes a toll on your, your psyche. It takes a, a toll on your soul. A sick fuck in Utah, the owner of a husky, a dog, very beautiful dogs, but they look like wolves. Do you know what huskies look like? They look like wolves. Well, the sick fucking owner of a husky dog let his dog get out of his backyard and and, and disgustingly, sadly, this husky bit a four-year-old boy on the arm, lost 
part of his arm and his hand. The dog then ate the arm and the hand. Control your fucking dog, asshole. Control your fucking beast. That's not an animal that should be treated like a pet. Some people say, oh, I love these dogs. Uh, I've had great, uh, a great history with my dog. But when that one time something like this happens and you look at the dog, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful looking dog wolf. I don't care. It's part wolf or it's had part wolf in its lineage. Great. That should not be a pet for the home. You, you live out in the woods somewhere and, and there's no other people within a 60 mile radius. Cool, then you have a husky. Then you have one of these 265-pound pit bulls. And if it's got nobody else to attack, it'll attack the owner. Poor little kid lost his arm. Um, this is a sick fuck who might also be considered a stick man, a pair. A pair of Florida sisters. Narrowly, narrowly got away with what authorities... Referred to as a perfect murder. Two sisters, Linda Roberts and Mary Beth Roberts, 62 and 63 years old, were arrested the other day and charged with first-degree murder of their father, the man who placed the coal and who is also being looked at as as a suspect, was dating both the sisters. Yo, that stick man shit right there, Duke. That stick me. You you were fucking with, with these two sisters. That's some sister wife shit. And these chicks were killers. You were controlling two killers. That's stick man shit right there. Okay, I'm not anointing this guy full stick man status yet. But if you're dating two sisters, I don't care if they're 62, 63, 28, 29. Yo, you got game. And they knew about it. They yo, they yo, you, you. You're doing some some shit if you're doing that. Um, This is not so much a sick fuck of the week, but but this is uh, the second billionaire who is uh, confused and unsatisfied with his personal sexuality. So a diamond trading billionaire named, I can't even say this guy's name, he's uh, Israeli. Or Belgian or some shit. I can't say his name. Lanato. I don't know. But he's a billionaire. Okay. He died in a Paris hospital. This is a 65-year-old man who's obviously been very successful in his life. But money can't buy you love and money can't buy you a loaf, apparently. All loaves matter. This man died in a hospital in Paris when he was undergoing penis enlargement surgery. Duke, this is sad. You're a billionaire. Okay? They don't give a fuck what kind of little dot dick you have. Why'd you do it? It just goes to show Robert Kraft, he's freaking off in the $59 rubbing tugs. My man right here. He's a diamond trader. He's a billionaire. He wasn't happy on the inside and obviously he wasn't happy on the outside. My man had that diamond dick, but it just didn't make him happy. Poor guy died undergoing penis enlargement surgery. I mean, how do you explain that shit to your friends and family? 
I don't know if this guy was married. Like, I mean, did you tell your wife, yo, I'm about to get this diamond dick enlarged? How does this work? Poor, poor guy. Uh, this one happened in Dallas. A naked, registered sex offender. This guy was already a sex offender. 32-year-old Jonathan Watts, who if you look at the picture of him, it doesn't really look like uh, your, your everyday sick fuck of the week. Kind of looks like a regular guy. He was arrested. He was sexually assaulting a woman while he was naked. Where are your clothes at, Duke? He sexually assaulted a woman and then blamed it on the fact that he was whacked out of his tree on that synthetic marijuana, that K2, that ooh-wee. Where your clothes at, Duke? Jonathan Watts was charged uh, with attempted sexual assault and public intoxication and public indecency after he pushed a woman to the ground, began to masturbate on top of her, and so on and so forth. You know how this story goes. Lock him up. I don't care the truth. Why don't you smoke regular weed? You never hear people saying, oh, I was high on regular weed, uh, uh, this, that, and the third happened, and then the next thing you know, he's eating somebody's face off. That doesn't happen, see, on regular weed. You feel good on regular weed. Even if you eat some edibles or, or some, some, some oils or some sort of marijuana uh, supplement, you, you might bug out. You might think you're having a heart attack. That sucks. But you're not going to wind up naked in the street trying to literally eat someone's face on some Walking Dead shit. Next. In Long Island. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Think Tank producer. Jordan Winter is from Long Island. My mother is from Long Island. I have a soft spot for Long Island in Suffolk County. Michael Grief. That's his name. Grief. Uh, you look at him on paper. Regular looking guy. Uh, doesn't look like a, a really, really sick fuck. Well, he is. This Long Island sick fuck blinded his own grandmother by gouging out the 78-year-old victim's eyes, then shrugged off the attack when questioned by police. Well, Michael Grief, I have a feeling by the way you look, when you get locked down and you ain't coming out of jail for, I bet, I don't know, 10, 15 years, somebody might gouge your fucking eyes out. You gouged your 78-year-old grandmother's eyes out over an argument? Why are you living with your 78-year-old grandmother? Get a life. Get a job. Congratulations. You are now a sick fuck of the week. This is, this is great. Uh, I believe this was sent to me by OG, OG Paul Wall uh, from, from Houston. Um, in St. Louis, an Amazon driver, I think Amazon has a company, it's like Lyft, it's like Uber. Uh, an Amazon driver who illegally parked in a handicap spot is ironically now paralyzed from the waist down after another sick fuck allegedly confronted him about it and then shot him in the back. Yo, what the fuck? Jalen Walker, a 21-year-old who is also a personal trainer, said from his bed 
I just thank God that I'm still breathing and I still have opportunities. The guy who shot him is a 65-year-old sick fuck who isn't disabled himself but had a place card allowing him to park in the handicap accessible spot. Wow. Talk about road rage. Talk about over the fucking top road rage. Finally, in Wisconsin, um, it isn't confirmed, but I think this young sick fuck was doing it for the gram. A 17-year-old sick fuck, Tyler Malone, who, uh, again, this is unusual that three people in a row don't look like sick fucks. He thought it would be funny to spike his stepfather's energy drinks with cow tranquilizers. No, no, it don't, it don't work like that. Stepfather didn't know what the fuck was going on. Stepfather went to the hospital with a droopy face and slurred speech, among other symptoms. The man told the doctors he thought it may have come from his energy, energy drinks. Stress and lack of sleeping. Well, they did a little blood test. And then this 17-year-old sick fuck said, I did it. Ah, too late, asshole. That's it. I can't take any more. Um, so I mentioned earlier a murder doc podcast and chill. Um, and I've been meaning to talk about this one that I've been listening to. I actually just finished it. This is this is a a, a really, really hard to swallow one because it's 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 so frustrating what happened but it's called hearts broken i'm sorry broken hearts and it's spelled h a r t s not h e a r t s and do you remember when the riots were going on um in st louis because of the Michael Brown case. There was riots and there was protests and all that stuff. Um, there was a, a photo that went viral at one of the protests that had taken place. It was a little kid, black kid, uh, uh, hugging a police officer, and the kid was crying. Um, coincidentally, the kid that was crying, about eight months after that, him and all of his siblings, six beautiful kids uh, uh, ranging in the age of, uh, I think, 12 to 19, um, who were all adopted. They were all adopted. That little boy in the photo uh, was adopted. Um, six to eight months later, I think, about that time, we don't fact check, um, the entire family uh, died in a car accident. Uh, the car uh, uh, drove off a cliff. It was investigated. The family was then investigated. And what they found was bizarre. Okay, so these six, they, are, they were all black kids. They were adopted by these two white women who I think, yeah, they were legally married. They were, they were openly gay. Um, and, and the family was weird. These two women were weird. The way they were raising these kids were, was weird. There's a lot of uh, red flags that had come up before this terrible incident, which um, it's hard to say exactly what happened, but by all intents and purposes, it seems like the mother or one of the mothers, drove these six little kids, herself and her wife, off a cliff. Anyway, it's very disturbing. It's very well done. And I suggest you check it out. It's called Broken Hearts. 
okay? Broken Hearts. It's where you could listen to all podcasts and so forth. But I just finished it, and I've been meaning to uh, to to hear what people think about it. It's it's bugged out, um, and I just wanted to share that with you. Anyway, that's it, okay? I've said all I could say. I've done all I could do. We ILO'd R. Kelly. We Willie hutched Michael Jackson. What more can I do? Miles Jordan, do me a favor. Take me out of here with something real nice, something real proper. But most of all, dig into the crates and give me something real funky. I'm done. It's the I Am Rap Stereo Podcast. <laughs>